What is up? We're back. It's 2020, the first episode of 2020. Jacob Roach, Sean Cavanaugh, 15th Men Podcast. It's a new decade. Uh, how are you feeling about that? It's a little strange. You know, people talk about 2020. If you would have said 2020 in a movie, I'm pretty sure there are movies where they were set in the future. Think, it's like the year is 2020. I think Blade Runner is around 2020. And there were flying cars and things. Where, where are those flying cars? I think Blade Runner is 2019. No way, really? Um, well, I know the second one's 2049, but that doesn't help. <laughs> uh, film is set in a dystopian Los Angeles of 2019. Yeah, the first one is 2019. Blade Runner's future isn't that crazy. And I think we could do flying cars if we really wanted to. Yeah, I don't think flying cars make much sense. A lot of our technology doesn't make a lot of sense. Self-driving cars make no sense. Why do we need self-driving cars? Driving I've never been in one, and I don't really feel comfortable getting in one i was in a tesla uber the night the morning after my graduation from college an uber picked me up and it was a tesla and it was self-driving didn't warn you no i, I there's a driver in it too oh, but like he went okay. to, he was like yeah you want to go like self-driving i was like yeah like let's see this shit and i was like wait this sucks because guess what cars are still uncomfortable to sit in <laughs> like <laughs> yeah it still sucks it's it's not it doesn't defeat any purpose and driving is kind of cool you don't need to – what else do you need to do? You need to look at your phone. That's it. I've been trying – I'm going to get rid of my phone in 2020. I'm, I'm very that, – that's – CES is here. A lot of tech shit going on. I can't drive in this goddamn fucking city right now. It's really <laughs> annoying. I'm anti-tech. I'm anti-tech 2020. I'm going back to the old ways. Yesterday, I went and bouldered outside for the first time. I didn't know bouldering was a verb. Yeah, it is. Um, most fun I've had in a while. Shredding rock, Sean. I can tell your your hair's growing out. You got growing the beard my hair out. Going. Growing my beard out. I'm doing no tech 2020. I'm getting the climbing, and I'm doing old shit. That's what I decided. We, I think we've hit a dangerous. This is not a hot take, and this is like only dawning on me recently. We've hit a very dangerous. We're about to hit a dangerous spot with tech, and it sucks. Oh yeah. I just people don't do shit. Do stuff. <laughs> I was recapping my day to somebody. And I was like, yeah, you know, I, I went to the gym, I, I climbed, I, uh, you know, working on getting better guitar, read a book for a little bit, went to work. People don't do that. People just sit. That's what most people do is sit on their phones. It's yeah. really fucking bad. It's sad. I don't know how people aren't self-cognizant of like, oh, this is a terrible waste of time. I'm trying to get a lot better at my screen time. Same. The, one thing is I do, I read on my phone though. Like I, I read a lot of shit online. Like my, my highest screen time things safari yeah exactly like articles and stuff because they're usually lengthy and you just like get back to it yeah. but at least you're reading at mm -hmm. least it's positive you can throw on the what do they call it night shift at least your eyes are safe the oh. one that so like we we're you know we're aspiring sports media people so we both had to reactivate our twitters even though we didn't want to because everybody tells us that it's necessary for this career and i still like don't love it I've already given up on it again. And all my friends back home, you know, being home for the holidays, they're like, oh, Twitter's my favorite. I still love Twitter. I was like, what do you get out of it, though? It's like, it's so funny, but, like, you're not getting anything. Like, there's nothing creative that goes into that. Like, okay, cool, you're laughing about memes related to World War Three. Like, yo, cool. Like, lots of people are going to die if there's a war that starts. I'm glad you're laughing oh, about it. No, 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 no. <laughs> if there's a World War Three, most of the people die. World War Three is bad news. World War Three, I, 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 I'm, I'm in the camp of World War Three, pretty much in end of the earth. Yeah, but this goes back to my point of I just every time I go on there, I feel like there's just more negativity than any positive. Well, all the, all the humor is negative too. Yeah, there's such a big shift in humor. I think it was the '90s, maybe the '80s, when like humor became such a negative, like all jokes are mean spirited. I don't know when that started. That'd be an interesting thing to look at. But it's like, definitely escalated in yeah, the past oh, yeah. year. Well, yeah, and like there's a whole like that kind of the alternate comedy scene like is what kind of fueled that too. And now any anybody who wears weird clothes can say mean shit and they're funny. Like that, <laughs> I mean that that's hipsters aren't funny. Sorry, you have circular glasses. It doesn't make you funny. You're not ironic. You you're just your dad hates you. Like that's all it is. Hipsters. I'd be so so upset if I brought a hipster. Like like a hipster. I'm a little hipstery, but like. I can also throw a spiral, but I don't think like, this is a. <laughs> I don't think this is a new thing, though. You know, like it's all just a new term for something that always exists. Like that age of 
is always the generation is always going to be countering whatever the generation before them was, you know? Yeah. Every generation's softer. That too. It's just it, and until the like last generation is just I mean, and then you think about Wally, honestly, Wally's accurate cuz they just lay around and don't do shit cuz everything's taken care of them. And that's where like we're starting ahead with all this tech. We want so much shit to be taken care of like doing shit is fun. The point of being alive is to do shit. It's not to lay. Yeah, like, the biggest reason Amazon's become more than a bookseller is because they monetize convenience. That's yes. why everybody loves Amazon. It's cuz they everything they do is to make it more convenient for you. Which like just get up, go. Yeah. Get in your car, spend a day out <laughs> going to stores. I love that. I love hitting stores. I went to the mall yeah. today. These people who order their groceries through That's the mail up. I've always is been against that. So stupid. I've always been against that. I was very sick last week and um uh this girl was telling me to um just order some shit. Just order some Gatorade, yeah, yeah. some medicine. And I was like, fuck that. <laughs> I'm dragging my corpse to CVS. I threw up in the CVS parking lot. Oh, no. Uh, it's Vegas, so they probably just thought I was drunk. True. I, Especially because you're buying Gatorade yeah, and ibuprofen. so much. I, like, dragged myself out of there. I got in the car, and I just I had an apple. I was like, because I was, like, at the test. Like, you, you get to a point where you're throwing up. If you, if you, like, if you understand how, like, being sick works, you're like, well, I need to see what I can do. So I'm like, I'm going yeah, exactly. to eat half an apple to see if I can keep it down because that's going to kind of gauge on – what I'm gonna if I'm getting better or if it's getting worse. Yeah, like am I gonna be able to work tonight? Let's find out with this apple. That apple came right up in that parking lot. Man, it hurt. It hurt. <laughs> it's just ooh. Apples, yeah, apples are food. acidic, aren't they? Yeah. Um, so that wasn't tight. But yeah, get up, do shit. It's just people are losing skills and but somehow making more money. It's it's hard to rack my brain around. <laughs> People don't know how to do. I don't know how to do a lot of things. I wish I knew how to do. I can't cut wood. That bothers me. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> if my car breaks down, I'm screwed. I don't know what to do. I mean, I can change a tire and I can patch a tire, but I can't do. I can't do anything uh, mechanically in a car. Yeah. Um, I can jump it. That's about it. Yeah, I gotta work on chopping wood. Good call, Sean. <laughs> <laughs> That's a weird. Well, this is my fantasy. This is my World War Three draft fantasy. I get drafted and I have to dodge it. I have two options. I pack a duffel bag. Go to Canada, chop wood for a living, get paid cash, new identity. Mm -hmm. Alberto Riviera is my name or something. Yeah. Um, you know, that's what I do. That's pretty cool, too. Option B, move to the Bahamas, fly sea ducks. I'm a smuggler. I drink a lot of rum. I'm 47 in this scenario, but World War III will be soon. <laughs> it's probably going to start this year. <laughs> I've got a salt and pepper beard. That's why you're growing out the beard. I've got a salt and pepper beard, and I'm sleeping with a very young foreign woman <laughs> that is that scenario so mine is i'm renewing my brazilian passport going to brazil and just living my life out down there and hope that the brazilian president doesn't start sending troops because brazil's never entered the war so you know the bummer is it's like realistically it's like hey go back to school or go to the war i don't know which one i'd rather do i was thinking about this no, i'm going to brazil man <laughs> initially initially i was like i would just go get my master's yeah. But then I thought, I don't know, because I think I'd learn a lot if I, if I was in a war. That was oh, no, yeah, you'd learn a lot. I don't know if it's things that you want to learn, though. Well, killing aside, you would learn a lot of other skills. So that <laughs> yeah. was my thought. You'd also have to learn how to deal with a lot of traumatic stress. I think I could take it. I think I could deflect it pretty well and still be me. I don't think I don't think being <laughs> you in the lose a little bit of you. I don't think being in the service would fuck me up too much initially. Now, here's a reason I wouldn't be a draft dodger. Like you mentioned, just started growing out my hair. About 6 months into growing out my hair, okay? These next 2 months are the rough part. You get eight in, you're usually looking a little good. So, <laughs> And if I'm fighting in the desert, I want to look cool. I want I want long hair and a beard if I'm fighting in the desert. But you sneaky things about deserts is you have to wear like you have to cover yourself with a lot of things. It gets cold, the sand. You think it's really hot that you want to wear less oh, yeah. clothing, at but night, you have to at wear night, it's nothing, freezing. nothing showing. Yeah, but when I, you know, when I'm saving lives, <laughs> I rip off my mask when I have a beard on. It's just where it's where my head's at. But I don't actually think I don't think World War Three can happen. From like, like a very high like like we like no one can let this happen. I don't think it's gonna happen. I really don't. I think we'd hear more about it. Um, so that's well. I mean, super tight. they all start somewhere. This is just the beginning. True. This is the uh, no. Nah, it's. I don't think 
I don't think any of the powers, all the powers, I think globally understand World War Three can actually not be a thing. Like I know we all want to shit on Trump and say, "Oh, Trump's going to take us to World War Three. Well, well, politics, bro. No one would ever let. I don't. I don't think they would let Trump actually take us to World War Three. At least maybe I have too much blind faith. Yeah, I think so. But <laughs> I, I, I think cooler heads would prevail. Now I do kind of, you know, not to get super political, but it would make sense for Trump to take us to war. Like that's a really good. Uh, campaign like you don't elect a new president in wartime so yeah. like and not, not a bad play by him shout out donald trump like <laughs> i don't like your move cut that cut that clip no i'm not <laughs> hey i'll give him a shout out i don't like the move but the dude's making a move that he sees a threat to his power and he's like you know how you stay in power you go to war like he's making power moves so that, that's my weekly shout out to donald trump i'm not a trump supporter please don't make it a weekly thing <laughs> Let's make our podcast millennials shout out Donald Trump. Wait. No, no, just millennial, just you over there. Are you scared? <laughs> no, I just don't like the guy. I hate the guy too, but I understand what he's doing. Like it's 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 no, what, I agree. it was what would make sense. So you give him a shout out. <laughs> <laughs> I can't believe you voted for Trump, Sean. Uh, yeah, you caught me. <laughs> okay, um, you want to go to football now? Or you want to stay here? <laughs> Let's just stay right here. You know, it, it's it's worrisome. Like. Like, kids have iPads way too young. Kids have phones. That's what way I was about to scary. say too earlier. It's amazing watching like even less than a five year old, a kid who's not even in school yet, can say like easily navigate his way or her way to their favorite show. My niece is. They can turn on the TV and yeah. get to exactly what show they want through the apps, whatever, and boom, be watching their favorite show without any help. My niece is three. She can open the iPad, unlock the iPad, go on YouTube, find her shows. That's my blood. Go on Netflix, find That's shows. That's also terrifying. Yeah. I don't know. We haven't been able to see the positives of, like, the generation younger than us yet to, like, see, like, are they going to be able to change the world with their technical know-how? Like, is this what leads us to uh, this space no. age? I don't think so because, actually, in the end of the day, it makes you really lazy. That's, mm-hmm. like, the one thing I think that's the only good thing about our generation is that we're in the middle, so we have a very good technical know-how, but we also, like, know work and skills for the most part. Um it's 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 terrible. It's because we have the older generation reminding us constantly. You yeah. know, we have that push and pull. I don't know. I'm definitely happy I'm not. I'm glad we're both in the same boat that we're really pumped about the new year, though. Yeah, I'm not psyched about You know what I do do every new year? And I do recommend this to everybody. Take in, like, ten resolutions. And then just see what sticks. Like, why roll the dice on one yeah, resolution? Yeah, I like that. I'm gonna, Shoot your shot. I'm going to do this one thing. Like, why not put your eggs in a bunch of different <laughs> baskets, and maybe three will happen. That's that's pretty solid, 30%. Yeah, like, I'll take that. Like, what were mine? I'm starting a new diet. It's called the warrior diet. Look it up. It's crazy, okay? <laughs> it's not a diet what, for you say. kill everything you eat? It's eating periods. You only eat for four hours, but you feast in those four hours, and then you have light snacks throughout the day of raw fruits and nuts. <laughs> Makes sense. It's how, it's how they used to eat. Like warriors used to eat like that because they'd be fighting and doing warrior stuff, <laughs> whatever that is, during the day. And at night they'd come home and feast. Okay, so that's one of them. Want to start climbing more? Get better at climbing. I suck at climbing. It's so hard. Well, it's not a skill. That's just like instinctual. It's really hard because like when I started weightlifting, I was a naturally stronger kid. So like when I would start benching, like I didn't have to yeah, work. Did you lift, bro? Yeah, I lift. So it it, it goes to a mental thing. Like when I started lifting, I didn't have to. Um, like just like work up to plates on the bench. I could sit down and bench a couple times plates. But there are little kids in these climbing gyms who make me look like a fat <laughs> piece of shit. Well, little kids are cheaters. There are these like they're more dexterous. There's there's like these guys with man buns who weigh oh, a hundred and forty five pounds are just like murking me, and I'm just like I'm cl- I'm climbing very low level shit, and I'm sweating my ass off, <laughs> and it's just it's very intimidating to me. It, it is a whole new mindset. I'm trying. It, it's really hard. Learning climbing is really hard. And also, I'm a little stubby dude. I'm not I'm not a fluent fucking long, lanky climber. It's tough. I'm going to focus on sleep, too. My sleep was really bad in 2019. That's the most important sleep thing. Sleep 2020, life. dude. I've I, 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 seven, eight hours ever since. These people who say sleep when you're dead, well, you're going to die a lot faster yeah. if you don't sleep. So Yeah. Also, just li- like the day is better when you sleep. Yes. Listen, from <laughs> I can speak to that. You, you did, too. Like you, you worked overnights at ESPN. Like, you know. You just get screwed up. There's a reason that most people, you know, that if you're awake past 
midnight, it's most people consider that late. If you're sleeping in or if you don't get the certain amount of hours that you feel groggy, there's a reason that all of these things are in place that most of our society is built around a nine to five schedule because this is when you feel the best. Yeah. I'm trying to find out what the best schedule is. I think the best work schedule possible would be if you have to work eight hours, I think eight to four is ideal. See, I'd go the other way. I'd go 10 to 6. Oh, no way. I'd go 8 to 4. or even six. I would go 6 to 2. If I could work 5, 6 to 2s my whole life, that's amazing. Wake up at 5, that's not early. Five, <laughs> that's so early. No, 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 no. Anything before 5 is early. 5 is not an early wake up. 5 no. is a regular wake up. Like, 5 is what time people get up. No. Before 5, people aren't getting People are going to bed. 5. No one's up, ever excited to wake up at 5 in the morning. If you're in a routine, though, 5 is not bad. Think about 6. You'd wake up for 6 for high school. Yeah, and it sucks. Yeah, but one last hour, <laughs> but you're actually getting sleep the night before. F- f- five to two is sick. Think about getting off at two. You're well, done. Yeah, you're done for the cool. day. But then you have to go to bed early. It depends on what, I don't know. I just think no, of everything in be- sports you, terms. You go to bed at nine. You go to bed at 9 p.m. Nine that works p- on the West Coast. It yeah. wouldn't work for me on the East Coast. Well, you don't live on the East Coast, do you, Sean? Well, I used to. <laughs> um. Yeah, I think we should only work six hours a day, though. There we go. Now we're talking. Eight-hour workdays be built around the industrial revolution. It's fucking yeah, silly. It's we just, <laughs> we just, I just, I just complained about technology. Yeah, exactly. We're not doing minutes, this anymore. But w- why can't we use that technology to work faster? That used to piss me off so much when I was at the zoo. We would get all our shit done and be like, "Hey, we got three hours left. Let's go shovel rocks." Like, yeah, that 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 mentality needs to go. That's a bad mentality. You get a lot done. I think you should be allowed to read at work. You should. Uh, epitom- not epitomize, prioritize efficiency. Yeah, and work from home for two hours. Like that's if, it. If you want eight hours, and also give your employees reading breaks. Ooh, twenty minute reading breaks mandatory. Every workplace would be more efficient and smarter. You can read whatever you want. You just have to read. Yeah. Yeah, it'd be way more efficient. Reading's fucking awesome. Reading's the tits. Man. I felt I read a I had like a four hour flight from here back to New York. Uh huh. Read a whole. It was like a very. It wasn't like a thick book but i read a whole book on that plane and i felt accomplished when read? i landed it was like lemony snicket yeah exactly <laughs> it, was it was like the last series of unfortunate events the end you know <laughs> like i said it wasn't hard to read but it made me want to go back and read more what actually was it it was literally like the uh harry potter so oh was it the harry potter playbook yeah the cursed child but just the feeling the sense of accomplishment of hey i got through all these pages like i actually sat there didn't look at my phone didn't even there was a screen in front of me to like watch all these movies and I actually chose to read and it that last page turn of like Okay, we get it, Sean. You don't fly southwest. We get it. No, I actually fly southwest a lot. It was oh, that was not yeah, a southwest so flight, but in southwest. I fucking hate flying, dude. I'm so bad at it. I can't sleep on a plane worth a shit. I can't sleep on a plane either. Yeah, I hate it. I have to take a like melatonin, like ten melatonin. It's never worked like for mellow me. me out before I get. I get, I get some flight anxiety, really bad. The last time I passed out on a plane though was because I had like no sleep the night before and it was an early flight, so that's the, I was just exhausted. I fell asleep into the aisle, I guess. Nice. Woke up with the drink cart hitting me straight in the face. Oh yeah. Flight attendant gave me no warning. I just woke up, bang, and it knocked like my headphones out. The headphone, like the AirPod, f- went back three rows. Couldn't find it for a while. And it was just terrible. The person next to me was laughing at me. It was a great time. The incredible, th- <laughs> I think the most incredible thing about air travel is that all farts are silent on planes. What's up with that? <laughs> I don't know. Think about that for a second. I think it's just because it's so loud. But it's it's so loud, but it's also not. Like, it's also quiet in the cabin, but it's really loud and you can't hear your farts. Well, if you like, if you listen to something, like you say you listen to a podcast, you have to turn it up really, yeah. really loud to hear it. All farts are silent and deadly on planes. True. All right, NFL. <laughs> Coming off a crazy wild card weekend. Um, lived up to the hype of being wild, am I right? No one said that yet. I was about to do that, and then I didn't. Because, because I was like, like, that was a you're, terrible you're like, joke. That's, you're like, this is bad fucking content. <laughs> yeah. Do this. I'm going to restrain myself. I don't want to spend too, you didn't. spend too much time recapping shit. I actually want that, to, want that to be kind of a, a thing we do on this podcast. Let's stop recapping shit because people have already seen all this. True. So Let's all we ahead. have to say is like the Texans suck still. Sorry. That's my take on that game. Uh, the Patriots, I just didn't care. I found, my, I found myself not fucking caring about that game. I thought I was going to, and I was like, I do not care. Uh, I'm the opposite. Vikings. I love rooting against the Patriots more than I like rooting for any of my own teams. Vikings Saints is just a bummer. 
for so many reasons. Yeah, how do you lose on the last play of a game in three straight seasons? That's just that cursed. <laughs> uh, Seahawks are my dark horse to win it all. And, yeah, that's all I've One quick to thing. Say. My dad brought this up. He's a Cleveland native, so I'm sure you can relate to this, being from that area. Mm-hmm. Um, Buffalo. Had that game, whole game, right? Yeah. They blow it, classic Buffalo fashion. You know the three cities with NFL franchises or professional sports franchises that are on Lake Erie? Buffalo, Buffalo, Buffalo. Cleveland, and Detroit. Ooh. Can you not think of something three the of water. the most? There's something in that Lake Erie yeah. water. Lake Erie that is, is cursed, gross, dude. There's something in that water. I don't know. My dad's theory was this is just some bad voodoo from what settlers did to Native Americans in the area. I like that. There's also somebody mentioned to me maybe some of that flint uh, lead, you know, in the water is just drifting into Lake Erie. That's messed up the mojo around the area. But if you think of three of the most depressing, cursed fan bases in the country you got to put those three in, i like that in the top four and they're all on the same lake i like the native american approach yes That's, me too <laughs> I, really I told my dad is like i'm taking your take and this is going to be a thing that i, I like spread that. the word with that lake Erie. it's the curse of lake Erie. it is it, it, that's the fucking you don't swim and in, white people you do not swim in lake Erie. like you don't lake Erie's is fucking gross yes ohio's sad it is. Shout out Ohio. <laughs> I'm shouting out bad things today. <laughs> Do you have anything you want to talk about from the wild card? No, like is you said, let's move it. Let's keep it moving. Okay. We keep it moving. Vikings Niners. I feel like the Vikings might win for some reason. I think the Vikings are going to Yeah, you be, like that? I think the Vikings are going to be a, like a, a stupid team. In the I agree. If I had to pick one underdog, I think I'd lean to them. Um, well, no. I'd, you're going to pick, would, say, the Seahawks, yeah. right? Yeah. I think I'd rather take the Vikings. Just because... I mean, I know you hate the guy. I'm still a believer in Aaron Rodgers. And I'm also a believer in it sucks to play in Lambeau Field at this time of the year. I have, the game's just going to suck. It's going to be close because every Seahawks game is close. And weird things happen when these two teams play. But I still trust Aaron Rodgers to make more plays than I do Jimmy Garoppolo. My thing on the Seahawks, I have, I've got a little Steelers feeling on the Seahawks. Little 9 Steelers little feels. Okay. Low, here's a team, you know, they've done it before, coming in as a wild card. Boom, easy first game. You, they beat the Packers, lock them in, I think. Uh, that's where I'm at. Packers yeah, I would, bet, I would bet on the Seahawks in the NFC Championship against either team. Yeah, that's. I, I've got the feeling of Russell Wilson is kind of, he's he's weathered now, he's a veteran, he, he wins big games, He's him and Metcalf get better and better every game. Uh, beast mode's bad. I, I like the Seahawks this year to win it all. I, I think Seahawks Chiefs Super Bowl. I think would, my prediction was Saints Chiefs, but I'm rolling with Seahawks Chiefs. So I had to pick gun to my head. Um, but the, the Vikings, I could see them winning. Is but I don't want to say both. I don't want to say both dogs are going to win. So I guess you go with the Niners in this situation. But this is Jimmy G's first time in the playoffs. It, it the one thing we kind of saw from Jimmy G these past few years. Kind of takes him a little bit to get comfortable in situations. Like I feel like he was just comfortable with the Steiner's team maybe week 14, 13. Off the bat, the team definitely carried him. He wasn't carrying the team. He wasn't making the big plays. The team was making the big plays. And the quarterback play is told, like 10 times more important in the playoffs than the regular season. So we'll see. I don't want the Vikings to win. I hate the Vikings. I hate Kirk Cousins. <laughs> I always think the Vikings are shit and people overhype them. Um, you know, honestly, I kind of forgot they were even in the playoffs until I saw them playing last weekend. Because they're a forgettable team, and I would hate to see them in the next round. But that's where I'm feeling on the NFC. Uh, give, give me the Seahawks beating the Packers. I'll take the Niners over the Vikings. Uh, I guess I'll – I don't know. I just really – I'm looking back at Aaron Rodgers' playoff stats. Last time – and I'd forgotten this. When do you think the last time Aaron Rodgers played in the playoffs was? Uh, uh, that year he beat the Cowboys. And it's 2016. Yeah. It's been a while. Yeah. He used, there's three games that season, nine touchdowns, two picks. Two games before that and the year before that, or, yeah, two playoff games the year before that, four touchdowns, one pick. You saw, like, what was the most important thing in these games is always just turnovers. Like, you saw Josh Allen, his – he basically, like, shit himself at the end of that game. He was You could tell on his face, like, he was rattled. I actually did hear that he pooped <laughs> himself. That's <laughs> Figuratively. And – uh one of the things that he almost cost him the game was just those turnovers, you know? And then you saw with Brady, the the reason that 
I mean, I guess it was a not going to be an easy drive. Obviously, they had a chance. When you look at games, I feel like the turnovers is what really makes or breaks these teams. It's always one little bounce here or there. You saw Drew Brees just fumble, and that game completely turned. They were, they had all the momentum until that play, and the Vikings come back and win. And if you look at the quarterbacks, I just trust Aaron Rodgers. At least he's not as great as he used to be, but he doesn't turn the ball over. And in that weather, I feel like one turnover is going to decide that game. So I just trust – I know Russell Wilson is – a little bit more of a risk taker. I just trust Aaron Rodgers not to turn the ball over. And I know I sound like a classic football guy. Like the most important thing is just ball security. You know, got to be conservative. But in that crazy weather, when these two teams play, it's crazy. I just really like Aaron Rodgers. I guess my Rodgers versus Wilson thing is like Rodgers is very vanilla. He's like he, – Rodgers is like a Terminator. He's a, he's a robot designed to do one thing, and that is, like, destroy teams. Like, that, that is, like, his purpose. Yeah. The way he does it, he does it the same way every time. Russell Wilson is very much... Ma- Just a gunslinger. Whatever he can make out of what he's got is what Russell Wilson is doing. He He's he's taken down Skynet with a ragtag team of time travelers. So that's why I like Russell Wilson more in this situation. Because when you get a game in Lambeau, like here, the weather's going to be fucking crazy. This game's going to be weird. One of these games has to be weird. I think this will be the weird one. Uh, actually, I don't want to claim it's going to be bad, but I just am assuming it's going to be bad because it's going to be January in Wisconsin. Forecast for Sundays, high of 25, low of 20. Okay. Snow the day before. All right. It'll be worse than that. It's Tuesday. It'll be People, bad. Oh, It'll weather be bad. doesn't mean. It's, it's, it's going to snow. It's, it has to snow. Yeah, it's the NFL playoffs. <laughs> you have to get a snow game. Uh, yeah, I just like I think Russell Wilson actually sneakily can win games. I, I I'm trying to how to phrase this. Russell Wilson can win games in more ways than Aaron Rodgers. No, I they're completely both amazing agree. at winning games. I pr- completely agree. probably the two quarterbacks who want to win a game for you. And Aaron Rodgers could definitely throw a hail mary way way more efficiently than Russell Wilson. But Russell I don't Wilson know, can win games in many different ways, and that's why I like Russell Wilson. And I'm still fucking in on the beast mode comeback. <laughs> I'm so fucking in. Except he only can run the ball like five times a game. That's all you need him <laughs> for. That's all you just short leash, short leash. It's uh, sad that they're at that point. Yeah. But it's not like the Packers have. I mean, Aaron Jones had a hot finish, but well, I mean, it's not like the Packers are a great running team either. I mean, he's off the couch. Give him some slack. He's, oh, Lynch? Yeah. yeah. But I'm saying the Seahawks yeah, as a whole. Yeah, just like where they're at. I mean, we've seen banged up teams win it before. True. Uh, Titans, Ravens. On paper, this game should suck. I think this is going to be a pretty good game. But Tannehill It's going to be a short game. Tannehill why is that? Just going to keep running the ball and running the ball uh, and running the ball. Yeah, these are run two running teams. Yeah, good call. Tannehill like what do you have 80 yards? <laughs> yeah. Like that's ridiculous. Uh I think the Ravens win this one. I think it might be close. I I I think it'll be close too. This I'm sold on Derek Tractor Cito, Derek Henry. Like no one can stop him. Dude, I'm sold I don't want how much would you get paid to tackle him? Or oh. try to tackle him? <laughs> How much would it? I'd pay someone twenty bucks to prove how strong I am. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Who, wait, hey, here's an idea. You have to fight Derrick Henry or a cheetah. Um, to what? Like, what ends the fight? Uh, let's do death. Till the death? Yeah. Well, if I fight a cheetah to the death, I'm dying. I think. But you're gonna kill Derrick Henry? I think you have a. I, no, I would. No, t- I would not. take you against a cheetah over you against Derrick Henry. I don't think there's literally anything. I, I probably. I don't think there's anything you and I could do to damage Derrick Henry, like at all. Without a weapon, no. No, but like a cheetah. Cheetahs have small little limbs. I could. Think about that. When you no, start, I agree. When you start thinking like that, Sean, that's how you lead yourself to thinking you can fight a cheetah. You, like, <laughs> Just compare him to. The ridiculous yes, running back it, who's unlike anything we've ever seen before in football. Little thoughts like that throughout your life is where you end up being, yep, I can I can beat up a cheetah. That's how it all begins. You guys think I'm crazy? I know we've looked this up before, but how much does a cheetah weigh? I think it's like 120. All right, how much does Derrick Henry weigh? Like 230. All right, yeah, a cheetah, an adult cheetah, up to max 160 pounds. Oh, so that's literally on. me. Yeah, that's definitely, that's you got to take the cheetah. Or Derrick Henry. <laughs> How much do you think he weighs? I bet he weighs 230. Yeah, 238. Damn, that is a thick boy. <laughs> you, you want 80 more pounds, or do you want to fight the cheetah? No, you definitely have to take the cheetah. You take the cheetah. There's a lot of animals like that. Yeah. 
That's just something to think about. <laughs> Derek can you he can read a playbook too. He's smart. Now you got to fight that intelligence. Wait, Come what? On. Like cheat? What do cheetahs have to do? Survive. Jeez, Derek can just beat the Patriots. <laughs> yeah, no cheetahs ever beaten the Patriots. <laughs> yeah, have, have any cat teams ever beat the Patriots? Look it uh, up. <laughs> yes, definitely. Like ever? Yeah, maybe. Uh, that would be uh, an ja- amazing. Yeah, stat. Jacksonville beat them two years ago. Or three years ago, they, they, in the regular season. Yeah, in the regu- in the playoffs. I don't. I don't think Tom I, Brady's never lost to a cat team in the playoffs. I don't think so because who who always beats them? The, I think just Peyton and um, Flacco are the only or horses, Broncos. Yeah. So yeah. So horse related <laughs> stuff. Colts as well, and Ravens. Cool. Very very cool. That's what you come to this podcast for. You get yeah, that the Bengals analysis. never beat in the Jaguars. What other cat teams are there? The Panthers. The Lions. Played them. Lions. No. Oh, the Panthers lost in the Super Bowl. So there you go. Put to the Broncos. No. No, I'm saying they lost. The, remember Jake Delhomme? Yeah. Oh. That was. The, oh, uh, that was the early one. Yeah. They, yeah, they beat them in the early one. Two thousand. The streaker Super Bowl. The yeah. Janet Jackson. Dude, I forget about that Super Bowl. Well, yeah, you were what two? Yeah. Like, <laughs> I, like I, that's 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 what what year is that Super Bowl? Two thousand two. Two thousand two, I think. Okay, so I was four. Those early Patriots Super Bowls like never come across my mind. Oh. So. Well, that's where my football started. So this is why Sorry. I hate them. My football started in Seahawks Steelers Super Bowl. Which uh, one? Oh, the so forty. Yeah. So 2004. Uh, Texas Chiefs should be just an absolute banger. Oh, this is actually 2004 was Patriots Panthers. So it's the next year then. It's it's four or five. Yeah. Um, Texas Chiefs is gonna be a banger. Texas, you think so? I think Texas Chiefs can be fucking awesome. I think that game's only close if the Chiefs did what they did with the Patriots last year. I think they're gonna come out hot, and if they if Andy Reid starts screwing something up calls too many timeouts or the defense just gets too comfortable in the second half and Deshaun Watson starts doing Deshaun Watson things, then that game gets close in the second half. But I think if you pick one blowout, I think this could be the game. Oh, you think the Chiefs are just going to come out and dominate? At least in the first half for sure. It's just a matter of whether they keep the pedal to the metal in the second half, which I hate saying that. But if You just coined you, that, right? <laughs> yeah, that's my Sick. original term. But if you force me to pick one of the four games, it would be the biggest blowout, which, I mean, the spreads reflect it. It's nine and a half. It's the yeah, highest spread. So, so is Titans-Ravens. It's true. Yeah. It's gone down to nine in a few places. So at least there's people buying on the Titans. I don't Titans think, have a fucking ugly logo. The, yeah, the Chiefs line has gone from seven and a half to nine and a half. So. Oh, wow. That's a, that's a lot of fucking movement. Yeah. Damn. But Deshaun Watson's awesome. And that's basically all the Texans have. <laughs> I mean, look at these. Fa- I'm just looking at the ESPN lines, these, the Caesar lines. Like these are crazy favorites for playoffs. You got yeah, seven points in Niners Vikings and in yeah, there's 10, three 10. over seven. Yeah, like that's fucking nuts. It's a lot. Wow. One of those is gonna win. One of those. Yeah. Well, someone's underdogs. Gonna, so, someone. And it's gonna be the, the Cox. Oh, one but of they're the, only four. Oh, one of the big underdogs is gonna win. You think? I think so. Uh, who who are you most confident now? Those three. On, I mean, Titans. I guess might be the. No, I guess the Vikings. When you look at. Yeah, like I say the Vikings. I've been saying it all year. I don't believe the Niners. Out of out of those three teams, I think the Niners might be the team that have the most holes in it. You want to say the Chiefs, but at the same time, Patrick Mahomes is somehow fucking underrated right now. Like, yeah, people forgot after he came back after that injury. People just kind of forgot that he was the MVP last year. Yeah, because, because he set such a high standard for himself. He's not going to match that every year. Mm-hmm. Gosh. So, any other thoughts before we go, Skadoot? I don't have any head coaching thoughts. I don't care. <laughs> I mean, because none of them have been really. Exciting. I don't. Ca- I, I don't think the Mike McCarthy I, to the Cowboys is dumb. Um, actually, but whatever. Yeah, that's that's boring. Yeah, it's so <laughs> the, boring. The Mike McCarthy. I I do think Riverboat Ron actually like was a good hire. I think Ron Rivera is a good coach. Yeah, I don't think anyone can save. He was just in a Washington, bad. He was though. just in a bad spot. He was in a weird, not a bad spot. He's in a weird spot in Carolina. Yeah, this season they lost Cam and everything just crumbled around them. Yeah, why did they can him? He he somewhat saved their season. He made their season entertaining when it could have been terrible. Yeah, I guess because they lost. I'm sorry, he lost five games in a row with Kyle Allen as his quarterback. Like, what do you yeah. want the man to do? And then you, your boy, your best friend Will Greer came in and was very <laughs> bad. I think that was after Al was gone. Uh, let's hop over to the the association, as people call it, and I forget that they do call it that. Uh, Kyle Kuzma, it was cool being a Laker, I bet, but I don't think this dude's going to be a Laker. 
You think they make a move? I got this motherfucker. I got a picture of this motherfucker wearing glasses on the court. You want this guy <laughs> as your third option for a championship team? Third option? Do you think? I don't even think he's the third option. I guess the third option is like Caruso, actually. Yeah. <laughs> Dwight Howard. Dwight Howard dunk <laughs> contest. That's kind of cool. Um, yeah, I think Kuzma's gone. And we were doing this before we started. We were, we were debating the Kings how they want Bogdanovich. Um, why? That, how does he help? How does he act? Can we chill out about every team? Every team needs more shooting. I'm so sick of hearing the Sixers need more shooting. The Lakers need more shooting. Every team needs more shooting. Hey, I don't know if you know this, but to score in basketball, you got to shoot the ball. Find better fucking workarounds than this team needs. Look at a team a little bit differently and then tell me what they actually need. Every team needs more shooting. The Celtics need more shooting. The Nuggets need more shooting. Every team needs more shooting besides a healthy Golden State. That's such a lazy fucking reason why a team is bad or a piece away is because of shooting. Come on. Have better takes. Have better takes. With that being said, I really think that Bogdanovich can be in really good shooting for the Lakers. <laughs> no, I, I don't think he's the move. I, he's I, a lot older than Kuzma. He's 27. I think he's 27. Kuzma, Kuzma is 24. He's 24? Yeah. Oh, yeah, he was in college. He came into the league yeah. when he was 22. Uh, Kuzma, 36, 30, and 34% from three in his three seasons. Bogdanovich in his three seasons in the league, 39, 36, and 38. So but, there's the difference. But I don't think this is what they need. I don't think they're missing this. I don't think they need anything. I think they need a th- third option who will... G- they should get J.J. Redick. J.J. Redick's not a bad move. Um, J.J. Redick has to keep his every know, year in the playoff streak alive. Don't know what J.J. Redick's actually got left in the tank. Don't know where how much different... You know, you, I, I almost look at the team they have and say, well, you know, what does J.J. Redick give us that Danny Green doesn't already give us? A better shooting, but way worse on defense. That's true. So And more money. And more money. So when I'm looking to move Kuzma, I, you got to make what, what makes sense on a bunch of different levels, and you know what I'm going to say. Kevin Love. It's Kevin Love, because Kevin Love and LeBron played well together. They understand each other's games. Kevin Love is a veteran who's been in the finals three times. He's played on multiple teams. He's played on multiple systems. Kevin Love and Anthony Davis together kind of makes sense. I could see those two working. They have two very different play styles. They can work well together. And then you don't... Kevin Lund's athleticism is in, like... You can have JaVale and Dwight offsetting his athleticism. It's a position you're trading away. He doesn't have to do much. He doesn't have to do much, but be there, get the rebounds, be a leader, and make the right moves. This was going to happen at the end of the... When you're in the finals, shooting isn't important, isn't as important. What's important is having guys who've been there before or can act like they've been there before and make the right basketball play when there's four seconds left, like Kevin Love did in Game 7 against the Warriors when he played excellent defense on Steph. So you don't want to get – is it Bojan? What, 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 what is this Bogdanovich? This one's name? Bogdan. Bogdan. You don't want to get Bogdan, who's 27. He's only ever played on the Kings and overseas. He hasn't played in a game that's important besides uh, like foreign basketball play. You don't want him in that situation that Kevin Love would be in. If you were in a, against the Clippers in Western Conference Finals, or in the finals, that's that's where I'm thinking about. You, the Lakers are going to be a, take a deep run, and you have to think about who's going to make the right moves at the end of the games that will push you farther in the playoffs. And it's going to be a veteran like Kevin Love. I don't really know who else you could move Kuzma for. Is there any other rumors around there? The one that's the only one I've heard. Okay, so far I have one really good trade idea. What's that? Tristan Thompson to the Celtics. Well, yeah. You can make it happen without giving up any pieces. I'm sh- sure uh, you and Bill Simmons would love that. Bill Simmons is looking at him as a buyout guy. But you can make – I was No, Cleveland's not going to buy him out. Exactly. I, I think, think the Grizzlies are setting a precedent of with Iguodala. Hey, we don't have to just pay these guys to go away. Yeah. We have them. We're not using them anyway, so what's the difference? Like, let's actually try and get something for them. I think that's going to set a precedent where you're not going to have as many buyout guys as usual. But, yeah, because I was looking at it because I, I like the idea, too. You do have to give it Romeo Langford, but unlike Bill Simmons, I could cut ties with Romeo Langford tomorrow and yeah. have no emotion. I, I, I don't know where that was coming from. But they can, they can trade they can trade for Thompson without giving up Smart Brown, Tatum, Hayward, or Walker. And I think they would do it. The, the the Cavs would do it. Yeah, I don't hate that. The Cavs would take in 
pretty much you send a Big Ten guy to John Beeline. Yeah, come on, Beeline's dying for a Big Ten guy. <laughs> you do have to trade Simi. Shimmy. Okay, so yeah, you, Cantor, Langford, Poirier. I oh, know, dude. Shimmy, you, you can't you can't get rid of Shimmy. You, you make that happen. It's a big loss. Uh, Drummond, I think, is going to be on the trade block. I think he actually might go to Atlanta. Is the big? You know, that's what they're, that's what they're saying. Yeah, that's what the Hawks need. <laughs> yeah, just more, just dead money, just dead money. Like they don't only really have Chandler fucking Parsons, <laughs> and Alan Crabb and Evan Turner. Yeah, and Evan Al- Turner's there, right? Yeah, Alex. Yeah, yeah. They have a <laughs> bunch of dead money, and Drummond in a couple of years will be dead money. So they also traded for Melo and paid him to go away. Yeah, that was a good move. I respect that move. <laughs> I, you know, I'm so excited because it's about to be NBA season. And I'm fucking jacked. <laughs> it's about to be. It's about to finally be basketball season. It's not quite. It's getting there. But actually, right now, it's kind of the dead time. Like, the players, it's like the first two weeks of the season, everyone's jacked up. Take a couple weeks off. Thanksgiving to Christmas, everyone's jacked up again. That first week after Christmas, still playing. And now, now until the trade deadline, like, nobody cares. And then trade deadline to March, people care. And then we take a month off and then playoffs. Like that is that is like the roller coaster of the NBA. And even the players too. Like we've seen LeBron sit a couple games lately. Harden sat a game. Westbrook sat a game. Westbrook's so funny. <laughs> Just the idea of Russell Westbrook is hilarious. Imagine playing pickup with a guy who acted just like Russell Westbrook. That would be awful. <laughs> oh gosh. You got any other good trade ideas for Kuzma? Um I don't know. They're all based off the Lakers needing shooting, so now I just feel like I should. <laughs> did, did I shit on that? Like, I mean, I'd love Kevin Love there, but I don't know how you make that happen. I've tried to do it on the trade machine. Can we not? Can we not get it? It's just a lot of money for them to take back. Who the Cavs? No, the Lakers. Yeah, but I, the they'd Lakers, have to send out some crap that the Cavs don't want. But I, I think the Cavs want anything with a pick. Because fuck, but the Lakers, Lakers don't, don't have a pick. So you'd have to give up seconds. Yeah, exactly. But they might take it. This has been a really interesting year on, like, values of players. They're saying, like, they some people think the Cavs might have to trade a pick with Kevin Love because of the money. I, I think what we saw happen with – Yeah, like, some people view the contract as so bad that the other team is yeah. doing them a favor. What we saw happen with, like, the Chris Paul, which I really hope the Thunder make the playoffs, like, so badly. They should. Because I was saying beginning of the year on the old podcast with Guy, the old co-host, we got in a little bit of a debate because I was trying to tell him – they, Chris Paul could do it with his OKC team. No, he, I like this team. I he, just thought the West was too loaded, but apparently it's yeah. not. That there's only actually six good teams, and so my, they could be the seventh. My main reasoning was, if you looked at the layout of this team, there were some pieces that were very reminiscent to his early Charlotte teams. Stephen Adams and Tyson Chandler, very similar, and like just like the interchangeable guards that they had, like a lot like the early early Hornets. Yeah, they teams. run three point guards sometimes. So yeah, awesome. and then they have like the the wings out there, and you get Gallinari, the best two K player of all time. Anything. I saw some. They might trade him. I don't yeah, know why they would do that. I don't know. Just make the playoffs this year. Yeah, exactly. Like, just go with what you yeah. have. It's been way better than expected. You can make the playoffs, and then I feel like every time they win a game, Chris Paul's value goes up a little bit. Yeah, just but. don't trade him this year. Make the playoffs. Um Shea is awesome. Awesome. What if I told you in 2012 that Rondo, Dwight, DeMarcus Cousins, LeBron, and Anthony Davis are on the same team? Or like 2013. I would have been like, so LeBron went to the Pelicans? Yeah, like that's crazy, isn't it? I love Rajon Rondo. I want them to make a Rajon Rondo video game. What does that mean? Where you just play as Rondo? Nope. I want a Rajon. Yeah, a Rajon. Not 2K. I want a Rajon Rondo video game. Just like going through his life? Yeah, incredible. <laughs> Love Rondo. Oh, Thaddeus Young, I think, could get moved. And people might like the So? The, exactly. <laughs> people might say so, but I watch Thaddeus Young play a lot in person, and that dude does a lot on the court. Thaddeus Young's kind of like a shitty Al Horford in the, in the, way, that he okay. did, the way that he does so much on the court. He's a little bit like Al Horford, who I heard is very upset with his first season in the 76ers. They should trade him. Yeah, I feel bad for the did just I wish there was a rule just like come back to Boston rule. The Sixers are lame. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like that's, that's a really good take, actually. I love that take. The Sixers are lame. You're right. Like they're fucking lame. They like ben Simmons is like the best player Who? of his age and Who? doesn't Ben Simmons. I haven't heard that name in so long. <laughs> Nobody talks about Ben Simmons. Because he just doesn't do anything. He doesn't want to shoot, and then in the playoffs they're gonna just stop him from getting to the lane and then he's gonna not do anything at all. Remember, he's just gonna pass and rebound, and Embiid is amazing, 
but it's just, I don't know. Remember when it was set in stone that Jalen Brown was worse, just terrible compared to Ben Simmons? Jalen Brown's fucking good. I agree. I am so pleased by, like, I know, like, I don't think you're going to win it he all. It took longer to get there. But. Oh, yeah. But not, not not really, though. It's year four. It's like... That's true. He's, I think, he's probably younger than me. I think we we another thing we do in the in sports now because of like because of Patrick Mahomes because, because of, of Luca Donovan Mitchell we're like people have to be he is younger one. than me. Yeah, um, yeah, you're, you're kind of fucking old though. You're sneaky old, aren't you? Thirty six. <laughs> Not thirty seven. I don't think the Celtics are going to win it all this year, but uh, I, I don't really care about Kimball Walker to be completely honest. Um, what? Yeah, I said it. But Jalen Brown has been better than Kyrie. Yeah, he has been, but I would still probably rather. How have about Ky- Kyrie Irving? Who? That dude. Does he still play? I don't think so. I'm trying to get him in fantasy for nothing right now. I'm trying to do it for what? I don't think he's gonna play. I'm trying to do. I'm, I'm doing a. Dude, how about Blake Griffin? I don't want to talk about That's it. So sad. I think Kyrie's gonna come back, so I'm trying to get him for absolutely nothing. So this motherfucker in our fantasy league offered try to get me to trade him LeBron for Ibaka and Kyrie. Who? Uh, whoever. Uh, the, yeah. The, yeah. And so but I sent him back the most disrespectful trade. I sent, him, I sent him back Tyler Hero <laughs> for uh, Kyrie. We'll see. LeBron <laughs> for Ibaka. Yeah. Like, oh, thanks for throwing a Baca in there. I'm going to give that person thanks. an automatic loss. Can I do that? This commissioner. <laughs> who? who well, where were you at before? Oh, yeah. Blake Griffin's so sad. So, so sad. sad. Considering season-ending knee surgeries. Like, such a bummer. He's got such a s- nice game. He really does. And he adapted it, too. He yeah. hitting step-back threes. I know. He became kind of... changing with the times. He became a point forward, kind of. He can handle the ball really well. Really fun 2K player. Oh, not even considering anymore he had the knee surgery. Oh, man. That was like during the podcast. Yeah, five hours ago. He can work on his comedy now. True. So that's cool. How many years are left on that deal? A thousand, I feel like. Do you like. think he has to stay in Detroit? No, he's already gone. They were going to try and trade him. No, I'm saying, like, for oh, his rehab, like, for, is he already Oh, gone? no, he's rehabbing <laughs> West Coast for sure. No way that dude's rehabbing the trade. still got two more years <laughs> The Pistons are the terrible. 36 Because of, like, Erie. You know? Yeah, yeah, I'm telling you, there's something in the water, man. Yeah. Buffalo's basketball team's been shit for years. <laughs> <laughs> Their hockey team is cursed. S- the Sabres. Hockey team hasn't won crap. Can't even fucking spell right. The only reason the Cavs have anything is because... LeBron, LeBron willed him to it. Yeah, <laughs> and it took him like five tries. <laughs> and the a historically good team had to blow a ridiculous lead. Yeah. And oh, but you know cursed. who made the big, big mistake? You know who made the big mistake in that series? Draymond. You know where Draymond's from? He's from Michigan. Yeah. He's from Flint, isn't he? I think he's from Flint. I like this. <laughs> I'm all in on this. Test the levels. Test from the Saginaw. levels. Ah, uh, is that Which, on the lake? Let's see. Where is Saginaw, Michigan? I hope it's on Lake oh, Erie. Please be, honest. please be on Lake Erie. I think Saginaw is going to be on the lake. It's on... No, thanks. Is it on a channel? Can you? Can I get a channel? <laughs> it's on a river. That runs that, out of the lake. Uh, so same water source. Wrong, wrong Great Lake. It runs into Huron. But Oh, ooh, what's in that water? Well, if all <laughs> the Great Lakes are cursed, then we have to throw in Milwaukee and Chicago, yeah, too. Yeah, no, no. It, it can't be all Which, the Great Lakes. Wait, we're not sure about Milwaukee. Chicago, Chicago. Since, since Jordan left, hasn't... Well, the Black hockey Hawks. team was pretty Black awesome. Hawks had, yeah, Blackhawks were a dynasty, yeah, actually. Just kidding. Take that Psych! Back. We'll, we'll stick to the NFL. The NFL. Every NFL team that's on a Great Lake has been cursed in our lifetime. Yeah, that's true. Damn. I, <laughs> uh, Pittsburgh on a lake? Nope. Okay. Down a river. Okay. Never been Three there. rivers. I, I've been to Pittsburgh once. Don't really remember it. All right, Sean, what else do you have to – you got anything to uh, wow us with before we leave? Um, How'd your surgery go? I <laughs> 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 had to have any. Knock on wood. I don't know, honestly. You've been traveling uh, a lot. You got no good food or tri- – wow, it must have been a lot of fun traveling, Sean. So <laughs> – I went, what, through, like, the climate of the mountains in Denver area. Yeah. Then back here to a desert. Uh-huh. Then to the west coast, San Diego, like, uh-huh. whatever that climate is. And to the northeast. And then in back to the south in Florida. And I'm prepared to say that people need to stop hating on humidity. Really? Humidity makes you, like, the only downside to it is, like, okay, in the summer, yeah, it's suffocating. And, like, you sweat a little bit more. But 
I don't understand why people enjoy the dryness of like, okay, I get, I get it. California is like perfect, but humidity helps. Like I felt better. I felt like livelier. I don't know why. Like my systems were clearer. I came back here immediately started having bloody notices the first day I walked outside the first day back in Vegas from my car to the gym, which is literally like a five minute walk. Had a bloody nose before I got it. Well, you do a lot of steroids, <laughs> and that might have affected it. You were probably on gear. I just don't. Maybe because I'm from Florida. Maybe you're just. But you just don't have the body of a desert rat. I guess Some not. People, maybe it's my body's know. used to the humidity, but people need to stop hating on humidity. When I first moved here, my first week, I had uh, some some bloody noses and I had some really dry lips. Yeah, yeah, when I was in Colorado, I mean, of course, it's altitude and the air is drier. But you have to have a dehumid. You have to have a humidifier. You have to take extra precautions. Your skin gets all broken up. And it's also the cold combined with it. It just Vegas right now is absolutely beautiful. Sixty degree Vegas is unbeat. Like triumphs everything. I don't know, man. Dude, nothing beats sixty degree Vegas. Red Rock yesterday, sixty degrees it was fucking incredible. Sixty degrees on the beach. No, like you can't Southern swim. California. Well, yeah, true. But How am I going to fight a shark if I can't swim, Sean? They won't fight me on land. I've already tried. <laughs> Swear wetsuit. Um, should we announce what we're doing with the podcast going forward? Let's do it. Okay, so here's how this podcast is going to work. Just go with us. To the, to the one guy in Austria still listening. <laughs> Tuesdays will be me and Sean. Middle of the week, we're hoping to get Danny set up with some guests. And that will be a Danny and a guest. Then Saturday nights will be the three boys back together again. And you can take that to the bank. Shitting you with content over the head. Yes. Never said it was good content. Yeah. We just said we'll get better. Content. Well, it's all about the reps. That's what every sports coach ever says. It's, it's all, all about, about the reps. The reps. It's, all about the reps. it's like they say in lifting. Form doesn't matter as long as you hurt yourself. You wasn't with me when I was shooting in the gym. Sick. Who says that? <laughs> I think it's in like a it's like a Kobe Is that quote, a Drake song. <laughs> but it's in a Drake song. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That sounds like a Drake song. All right, guys. We'll see you later this week.